Did y'all see about the uh our hear about the HBCUs that was targeted for bomb threats and they found the, the kids, it was six juveniles. Uh I didn't I don't recall their race. You didn't hear about that? I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it was uh That's I think crazy. it was like 10, 10 HBCUs were targeted with bomb threats uh maybe like a week ago. Oh. And um yeah. the FBI found the the people who did and it was juveniles, it was six juveniles. I don't believe they threw their race out there. So to me, that's letting me know that they're white. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong, but. And what uh, is it? They just a threat. Like they just called and said, we're going to blow you up. Was there bombs involved? A bomb, what, what? bomb threat. Yeah, right. Bomb so threat. tell me what that, what that constitutes. Like, hey, I'm going to blow you up. Pretty much, yes. Because a bomb threat could be, hey, I'm going to blow you up. A bomb threat could be, oh, shit, there's a bomb. I feel threatened. No, it's a, I'm going to blow you up. Oh. So, I mean. I mean, that I, makes sense for it to be juvenile. That's like crank calls or something. Yeah, that's what I was someone thinking calling. That happened in my school all the time just so niggas could get out of school. But it was, but, but it was because it was like uh, these juveniles did all 10 uh of the of the crank calls these schools do you know what schools it was like do they just go alphabetically how they pick it in it uh spellman howard howard um the animal all the, all the yeah it wasn't alphabetically no, it, was it was 13 oh remember it was 13. yeah i didn't i, I maybe we uh like you said Bomb threats are, are pretty common. I guess, oh, Bowie State was one of them too. I guess um, the fact that they were all, these kids did all 13 of these schools made them think. But maybe, are we thinking we too sensitive right now to bomb threats or stuff that stuff used to happen back in our day, we just pressed it under the rug and kept it moving? You can never be too sensitive for a bomb threat because the minute you like, oh no, that's when it's going to be a real bomb. So you can never be too sensitive. For any bomb threat. Mm. 
I I would have to say a bit of yeah, in, in today's age of society where kids are going to school and shooting up and doing all crazy type of stuff, you got to pay that attention. And I really think that, you know, it really speaks to the undertone, um, like racism that's that's uh, going on in the country and why they feel like they can do shit like that. Like when we was kids, we never thought about doing nothing like that. We didn't have a lot of bomb scares when I was growing well, up. Why folks did? I'm sure why folks did. Well, that's just because they... So they grow with that privilege. Oh, oh, Johnny, coach, coach, coach Johnny took me off the team. I'm gonna blow up the goddamn school. But that's who we think and did these bomb threats. So I mean, I feel like it's nothing changed. It's not nothing new. Facts. Yeah, they uh, they they already said they they've um, they saying that the bomb threats was um done motivated by hate. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I, I do agree. But you got to take bond threats seriously. Um, you know, I remember I, I was talking to uh, it has people on my Facebook page, and they actually felt like that black people had their own schools. You know what I'm saying? Like like HBCUs only for black people, and they had to explain to her why HBCUs are around and why people can go to them. Yeah, you said they thought that they we had that only black people went there. Yeah, they thought that HBCUs were only for black people. Like, white people couldn't go there. Nah, just, just HBCUs give white people full rides. Full rides. And then I had explained to them why HBCUs were. Of course, I went in one ear or the other. But this looks like one of those, oh, black people got their own university. Let me let me blow it up. I mean, you know, black, black white rage without, without knowledge of anything. But, I mean, I think usually bomb threats, it's not necessarily like when they attack something it's not always because of like logistically what the building does it's more so the ideal of it so i mean i, I can mean, see white people bombing black colleges just because fuck black folks right right i don't know it, uh, there's very few things that are all black pg county but there's few, they, few things that are <laughs> all they, black <laughs> they gave Cop Coppin State University uh, a bomb threat. Like, who want to bomb Coppin? Who, who even know about Coppin State University? Uh, that's well, how they found well, the names, how they got their list. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Some of us have worked and attended Coppin State for a period. <laughs> and don't, hey, honestly, don't sleep on that skill. That's, that school was a lot academically more challenging than a lot of other universities. Number two, I love their English department, maybe because I know the 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 dean personally, but their program was was the best program was ever set up because they had mandatory reading labs for you to attend. And what they would do outside of just doing your homework was they would um give you all these different like assessment tests to take so they will find your weakness if it was punctuality, if it was grammatical errors, if it was like comma splices or your sentence structure, and they would help fix those things as well as doing your homework in addition, you know what I'm saying, in addition to doing your homework. So it actually did a lot of good as far as teaching English and correcting your grammatical errors, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people just, you just go do it and it's just boom, you know. Now, I was the only HBCU that I've ever really, you know, saw the curriculum set up like that. And I thought it was very dope because it was mandatory. I know. I mean, I drove past 
one time mm-hmm. and it was like, I didn't know she was there. It might also be a thing of like a lot of schools, by the time you get to college, you expect to already have that in check. But they may assume like certain demographics may not have that in check and we need to get it in check. They're not. A lot of freshmen, like I want to say, you know what, can we Google the percentage of HBCUs of um, freshmen coming in that have to take the placement and test and how many of them end up taking remedial English? I mean, because I was at my school, they had to take remedial, they had remedial English, and not even, they didn't call it remedial, but just like a pre-college course to get you back in line. But I know it's different now. Like, I was just talking to my VP, like her son, he was doing papers and they don't really check for grammar anymore. They just go off of content now. Wow. Because he was like, Ma, you got to stop editing my papers because you mark it up too much. And then so one time she said it, she's like, fine, I won't do it. And she just knew he was going to fail, got an A+. And she had to email the teacher, like, how could he have gotten an A+, plus with all these errors? And she was like, we don't check for that. We go mm. off of content. Wow. Mm. It was like, if we checked for that, nobody would be going through. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> we, we had to take the, the uh, English proficiency exams to even pass out after taking three English courses. You had to take the proficiency yeah. exam. To, right, so you, it's a lot of people that graduated from, well, you know, technically, technically graduated from the school, but never got their uh, degree because they didn't pass the proficiency test. It's a big like uh, lawsuit going on with it right now. It's something interesting because I I admit I agree um that a lot of HBCUs allow students in having to take remedial courses. I just read a study saying forty percent of all college students coming in yeah. college take remedial courses. So it's, it's not, not just, just a HBCU. Yeah, it's a college issue. Because I went to a PWI. And they had a lot of trouble. Half of my class didn't even graduate. And it was definitely like ODU was very well, uh, what's the word? Diversified, I guess, maybe you should say. I just learned what PWI is. Okay. I feel I feel pretty happy. And I realized, yes, I, I did go to a PWI as well. <laughs> you did, you did. I did. You sure right, did. You sure did. I don't know why I wasn't interested in black schools though. I don't I just feel like I wasn't raised to like I know I wasn't either. Go for it. Go ahead. Just Silver Spring bougie ass was definitely not going to HBCU. (laughs) She definitely was not going to an HBCU. I'm down the street from Howard. Come on now. Like I should have been. I'm sorry. Oh no. What's that supposed to mean? You know what's funny about Howard is that I think a lot of people from the city don't appreciate what Howard means to the HBCU. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of the I, I don't think Howard does. How? I don't think Howard does. How they? We seen with how all these dorms and stuff. I mean, like, money. I mean, that's true. But that was that was. I'm supposed like the president I had when I was going and when I went is different from this president. Like. Outside of DC, I was like, Howard. 96, 97. A lot's changed, DJ. I know, I know, a lot's changed. I know, a lot's changed. But Chris, Chris went to high, Chris went to college at 99. So that's a what I'm saying. When she, went, when, she, when she went to college, I don't think she, being from the area, recognized Howard as the school that everybody else recognized Howard for. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 
I just, yeah, I just feel like it. I don't know. And I was looking for the best music program. I wasn't going off of, you know, is it a black school or is it a predominantly white school? And um, but I always heard bad things from Howard, though. I Maybe did from people said, who I lived- went to Howard. All of that stuff like what went there, they would tell me, "Don't go." Like I was hearing, like registration yeah. was very difficult. Like they still use paper registration for classes. Um, certain like professors, like they would like not come in. Like because when I first moved up here, I was gonna go back to school to get my master's. And I was like, damn, I want to go to Howard. And this dude, a uh, girl that I was working with, she was like, girl, I'm in Howard now. Do not go to Howard. And I was like, well, damn. Mm. That's but what I, I mean. I was hearing it from the students. I was hearing yeah. from the students. So that's why I was not impressed. I was like, oh, well. I, but I wanted to get away anyway. So I yeah. wanted well, to go. All HBCUs. Yes. Thank you, B. Oh, I like that. Thank you. All of them. But as far as like. What? You said they are they are not. There are like that. They're, they're refer- the administration was like registered uh, for classes and stuff like that. There are yeah, because Norfolk State was back in 1970. Back in 1970, yeah. but Howard, as far as like professors, I give Howard professors probably the best professor I ever had. I went to oh, three yeah. colleges. They're the they easily they're, they were the best professors. They challenge you the most easily. And yeah, when I went to Towson, no, I went to one only Howard's HBCU I went to. I went to Towson. And I went Yes, please go ahead, please. At ODU, only my black professors were the ones that challenged me. So it may not ODU. necessarily just be it may not necessarily just be the HBCUs, but maybe black professors and like just their method of teaching. Because my favorite, most challenging professors were also my you know, black uh, ones. I agree with that because it tells them my only professor that challenged me was a black one. So yeah, and Howard got number black. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. But yeah. I would have loved yeah, to going back. I would have done it. I would have loved to have gone. It's ODU, um, Casey. Old Dominion. Old Dominion. Oh, okay, okay. Sweet. Don't let your I black wish... friend, because black people always complain about black stuff. I, I bet you when she got her, like when she got her master, she was all like, oh, "I got master Howard." Well, you know. <laughs> I got a little different experience, you know, like growing up in a Pan-Africanist community in, in the Washington DC area, like Howard University just was a lot different for us. Like that was like our stomping ground for like underground activities. Like for example, like um, we, me and my sister, she danced and I drummed with this African uh, dance troupe called Conqueron, a West African dance group. And they was like really big. so. We was written out like the Blackburn Center and throwing concerts, you know what I'm saying? And also um, doing summer programs. Like my sister did, a, I think, a, what's it called? A STEM a STEM program, like scientific, science and technology. I can't remember the acronym, but something like that. She did that uh, pre-college program. She was also able to take, yeah, um, yeah and science, technology and math. Um, she also was able to, um, like I said, her senior year, she was able to take college courses at Howard University, you know what I'm saying, from high school. Like, so basically she would go to high school, but then like every Friday she was off and allowed to go to Howard to take a online, you know, uh, a course, a college level course. So she had like about six, I think maybe like even maybe close to 12 credits because the summer program was uh, also a credited program. So Howard was just always just like the it was just like just so prestigious, you know, the the history with it. And then I told you my next door neighbor when I was growing up, he was a noob. So, you know what I'm saying? He he was putting me down with the historical <laughs> stuff about 
Howard University, but I think the whole HBCU experience outside of a registration, because that shit is, is fucked up, is building those uh, surrogate father and mother figures and those professors who would challenge you and understand your role or your, your background. You know what I'm saying? For example, a white professor ain't gonna understand why you sitting in the back of the class and the smartest, the smartest student in, in the class. You know what I'm saying? The black professor would do that. The black professor would take you under the wing, would, would see those type of academic rigors and say, hey, you, you know, won't you do this? Won't you do that? You know what I'm saying? Like ha half my friends were like SGA presidents and, you know, uh, Mr. Freshman, you know, when we first started and the other half was like thug niggas. So I was right, perfectly balanced in the middle. You know what I'm saying? So we was able to like go to concerts for free and all of that other stuff, but at the same time, do some stupid stuff because we didn't really understand like the important, the significance of college, you know, at that particular point in our time in our life. But I love HBCUs, man. I guess I didn't live. Oh, so go ahead, KP. No, I guess I didn't live. You did live, Chris. I didn't. No, yeah. because y'all just... talking about y'all had black teachers that were challenging you. My teachers, if I had to sum it up, it would be white women that challenged mm. me. Yeah. Yeah, I had a white woman there, but she was black. My white professor that challenged me, she was dope as shit, and she got her degree in African-American studies from Howard. So I still count her as a black woman. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, but you know, as you do, like, uh, we had Dr. Quinn. She and um, she was, she's white. She was, she's super dope, yo. Like, we still love her to this day. But also, we had this um, racist white guy called Mr. Gormley. I think I mentioned him before. He used to, he was like, yeah, call, call me Mr. G because he wants to be hip and shit. So he would challenge the students to bring him hip-hop CDs, and when he was teaching us, like, hospitality management and shit like that, he would try to equate um, the rap CDs into his lecture and be like, well, if this business was Jay-Z and his other business was Tupac and the other business was Biggie and, you know, and I'll be like, yo, so the kids, they thought he was cool, and I'm like, y'all don't understand this motherfucker's mocking y'all niggas? You know what I'm saying? And I, that shit used to just piss me off. So I gave him a couple dead press CDs. Motherfucker, you want to listen to some hip hop? <laughs> I'm going to give you some shit to listen to. Yeah. You know, and I had an Africa patch on my, uh, on my front of my chef jacket. And I was the uh, GM for this what, this event we call Greatest Salisbury, where all this, the uh, people, the elite, whites come out you know what i'm saying and that shit was making the news because we was doing such big uh big events and it was just it was just such it was such a like a big thing in in the town and it made the news and i was the gm man they cut my shit my two minute interview they cut the 30 seconds because they didn't want to um put my africa patch on there bastards mm -hmm. yeah so india re is boycotting spotify Yes, love it. Y'all, y'all listen to Joy Rogan's podcast at all? Anybody listen to this, this podcast at all? I have, I have, I had. I had. Yeah. Negative. I don't listen to that filth. You don't miss Joe Rogan. He, um, no, he, it, got, he got some good videos. And he pissed me off because I liked him from Fear Factor, and then he was started off in the UFC, and I kind of took affinity to him. But then it's just like his nigger, nigger, nigger. I'm like, yo, fuck you, bro. You I know what I'm saying? On Fear Factor. I've seen his face before. Yeah, 
before. You don't think that's okay. just a typical white man? Typical yeah, white man want to say the N-word so bad. It's it's not even. It's like it's it in is. Big bones. It yeah. is like, because he's martial, martial artly trained. He thinks that like you know I'm a badass. So I he think, say it. He's, he's cool with black people. Like that's that's that I'm cool with black people. I don't mean you know the harm. Like he had a lot of black people defending him. Uh, like stupid ass Jay Martin. Prince. I'm very surprised about Jay Prince defending him. Like Jay Prince yeah. is from the south. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous, dog. I mean, as a black person, with one, I don't even care if you were mixed, baby. As one drop of black blood, and you should take offense to the 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 association of the word nigga and what it means to black people. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's just me. Are, are we offended? Are we offended by? Or is everybody offended by what Joe Rogan said and? Are we, uh, well, they because I thought it didn't. Well, first, it didn't start with the nigga. It was because of some shit he said about COVID. They just added the nigga on there later to get more people mad. Well, it well no, with, no, no, well, it was it was the, the uh, India, musician that was upset about the COVID thing. India Reed and she's was his separate. friend. India Reed is cool with him. That's what I was hearing. Like, and well, they she came out in the videos. I mean, I'm just going off what she said. She came off. She's like, I, that's not my reason for taking it all, even though they're giving him millions of dollars and we getting point zero zero three something crazy. I'm like, wow. Well, I mean, that's apples and oranges. True. He he's um, he's Spotify. So, um, so back to your original question, DJ. Um, I guess I just don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just don't give a fuck because I already know how white people feel about us. You know, it's never going to be the end. You know, it's he just he's just so arrogant. He didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Um, but there's a lot of white people who are not on like camera or whatever. Say it behind closed doors. So we'll be here all day trying to like throw the book at them. You know, it's I just don't give a fuck. I just don't give that word power anymore like I used to because, and maybe I'm desensitized. I don't know, maybe I, that could be the case, but I just don't give a fuck about him. Well, I understand that shit. I partially understand that because as Black people, we're dealing with so much other shit that is like, you know, pick and choose your battles. But at the same time, I just can't. I have to give a fuck about that shit because it's just, it's unacceptable. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like white people, they already run the world and they just run around with this attitude. And it's the only way that they can ever be put in check is if we make them, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, we, we got to hold somebody accountable for this shit. And I hate the, I hate the rebuttal. Well, you guys say it, so why can't we say it? Like, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? And because what I'm saying to you like this is when you make them stand 10 toes down on this shit, like the Holocaust, you feel me? Talk some shit about the Holocaust and see what the fuck happens in your ass. You mm -hmm. feel me? Shout out Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, but they also, they also the ones at the top. That's true too. But, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's a dirty politics. Because honestly, I could care let words say whatever you fucking want to say. Let me get some the black people don't gotta pay taxes. Black people go to school for free. Like, 
they can be racist all they want to inside their mind. I just want the outsides to change. So they can say what they want to say. Because they, they say it. I've been around white people that just said it, didn't even realize they had said it. Like, one girl's like, oh, there were niggers there. Like, they they say the shit. It's just they don't say the shit. They get caught up when they get caught saying it. So it's right, like, my, day just, be, my 24 hours be fine. That's crazy, y'all. I will, I will be wilding out in that, in that vicinity. It's like, and the fact that you feel comfortable enough to even say that shit in my presence, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the real issue, you know it what I'm saying? It wasn't that they were comfortable saying it. She was drunk, and she was talking freely. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, this is how they speak. You can all day say, oh, you can't say it. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm just not going to say it in front of you. Whether they say it or not, in front of us, not in front of it, what they eat don't make me shit. You know what well, I'm saying? Like, you know, we got way bigger problems than an uh, N-word. But it, it comes out in different ways. Like, because you're definitely right. Um, My company used to do this uh, magazine every three months, and it would show what was going on in the different facilities and highlight different chefs and different things. They used it for a tool to, you know what I'm saying, uh, recruit more businesses and, you know, and... So every three months they would give us a culinary theme and we had to execute in our in our facility or whatever. So that she wanted to do um, Southern comfort food. So she writes this beautiful article, then she quotes what the definition of Southern cuisine is. And she said, yes, it's inspired by Negro recipes and blah, blah, blah. And she, she quotes this old known racist chef in a company world, a company-wide magazine. And drops that shit. So when the CEO sees that shit, she has to call everybody like, yeah, Kai, you know, I'm not, you know, you know me, like I'm not racist at all, but I was just quoting the racist chef and because he, you know, I thought he accurately um, displayed what was um, Southern cuisine. And I was just like, that shit is offensive. You know, you shouldn't, the fact that you don't know better is the issue to me more than you doing, putting it in there. You know what I'm saying? And you know, they wanted to have this long dialogue and shit about it. And I was just like, you know, because then it pushed you to the kind of like the acceptable, the acceptable Negro. And it's kind of like, well, it's, and, you know, this was crazy, too, because in my sociology class, we explored this. Any time that a, a black person challenges the stereotypes of the community that they're from, the norms and stereotypes, instead of them using it as an example to say, oh, well, all black people are not like that. They say, well, it's just you. It's just Casey. It's just Benjamin. You're, you're, you're not like the rest of them. You're different. And saying, saying, oh, all black people are not the same. So that crazy, that just perplexes me on a soci- sociological, you know what I'm saying, level. You know, we do that too, though. We do that too. Like saying, oh, they invited to the yeah. cookout. Like they different. Like we do the exact same thing. And, and outside of an of a issue of white people owning stuff and having the ability of your jobs, like I know y'all heard about that story about the white um, sorority girls that got suspended for school. Yeah. Of, mm-hmm. Right. And I and I, I know good and damn well black people make fun of white people. I, I mean, I, I I had a nice, I had a great time making fun of white people in college. Uh, uh you know, so we like you said, we do the same thing as I well. So outside that. of white people, outside of white, outside of white people having the ability to hire and fire and change lives, what's the difference between what they do and what we do? <laughs> and and That's a big like, are there DJ. black? It is, it is a big difference. It is a big difference. It's a big difference, but for, yes, but um, 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 macro wise, but micro wise, those girls are in college. Those girls ain't hiring yeah. for nobody. And are there black? Was there? Are there original black Greeks? 
No, but still like, making fun of this movie. But I'm saying, like, we do. Like, we do. We make we fun. Do. We be making fun of them, too. I know I did when I was in college crossing. Like, like, like I can see, I can see how, I can see how we get on, like, when we, we get upset about when John Gruden said his little statements behind closed doors. Yeah, I can see that, that could be an issue because it's actually people that he hires for, but the college girls, I mean, like, it's, it's, I mean, like, I didn't know if it was wrong. I was like, it was making fun of people. Like, that's, that's what kids do. Mm, no, and I can't. I they can't don't understand that. it. They don't understand what it actually means. Just like we make fun of the the Scottish people in skirts, or the what is that dance where they kick in the river dancing, or line well, dancing in Texas. Yeah, people, but we, we don't put on blackface. We don't. We don't use things that have a. But that's true, though. A, 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 a racial undertone that's that's been like. Systematically approved to do such a thing. Like we don't do bojangles. We don't do Aunt your Mama. You know what I'm saying? We don't right, have no right. right I, I shit think, like that, that can be the demarcation line. My favorite. Word. That can be the demarcation line. Blackface, right? And I don't want to skip subject here, but those young those girls wasn't in blackface. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, the, the, are, are, are we gonna are we gonna move the? Are we gonna sit here like? It was, an, it was another issue. It was another issue too, where uh, these white women were at at work and they were talking about this black girl's hair and how they thought the black girl's hair smelled because you know black people can't wash their hair every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, are we moving the line up to the point where yeah. people just can't talk about black people at all? Is that is I mean, that the line? Can't we talk move? about Jewish people. No, it's not, it's just like I just feel it's like they don't do it in the right manner. You know what I'm saying? What I mean by that is they do it in a very offensive manner. Like, <laughs> oh my God, can I touch your hair? Oh, it's not, it's like, you know, oh, it's not dirty. Or it, it feels, it feels like regular hair. Like, what the fuck am I? I mean, we do the same thing though. No, we, we do don't. The same we thing don't with do it hair. like that. We don't, we, 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 might, yeah. we might understand the, the textual difference and comment on that, but we're not commenting like they're like, like, like they're Talk an alien race. Skin. Like, ooh, they burn. You shouldn't be out here. Your skin burn. Like, we do the same thing. They smell like wet dogs. That's our go-to. And they do. White devil. Like, we do do the same thing. They do. And do you know what someone told me? And it was a black woman who had babies with a white man. And she was saying, like, after a while, her sons, they started, like, it didn't start out that way. But they were saying, once you get, I think, like, ringworm in your system, from then on, that's where that smell comes from. That's what she said. I mean, like, I get it, but I, I get it on a, on a microcosm. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's wrong, but certain situations, specifics, where it's like, did they cross a line? Like, are, are, are we not allowed to be talked about? As long as it's not racial, is that we're allowed to be talked about, or are we allowed to be questioned on certain things? I don't know if I'm cool, because you're right, Jewish people do do that. And how do we feel about that? Like, how do we feel about this Ruby issue? I mean, I feel like Ruby was wrong. I don't feel like she should have been suspended for two weeks. She should not have been suspended. And I don't think yes. she was wrong in the sense of it wasn't malicious. So if wrong, like it was wrong as an op, uh, opposition of being like being incorrect for right, that, right. I can't say. But like she won't up there teasing. She won't saying like, oh, they're, they're, she's Jewish. And as far as she's concerned, I thought. So it's like that to me, that's got to be something else going on. They've been wanting to get her ever since she got rid of the McCain girl. Mm. That's true too, but to the back to the original topic, I just think I think it's something wrong with it because it's only that their race is the people that do it. Like I said, a black person doesn't doesn't 
I had white friends be like, oh, girl, let me touch your hair finally. You know, because I wanted to see what black hair feels like. Like, my Asian friends don't say that shit to me. My Hispanic I, friends, I live in, yes, friends they don't do. say it to me. Yes, they do. I lived in Japan. They would come up to us and rub our skin because they were used to, like, people dart was because they was coming up from the coal mines. Like, they did. They would be over there, and it was just more. They love it over there. They would come touch our hair because they loved our hair. They loved it, our skin. There was Japanese people with locks. Right, but that's white, what I'm saying. If they're not that's, a white stereotype, they're not a white stereotype. I can think of definitely one one white I can stereotype. Think of Twenty million white stereotypes. That us black people use against white people, like not use against like, but but be, are curious to know if that's true. Like like I give you they don't one. Got no lips. White 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 girls in 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 Felicia. I mean, I've heard that was a fact, but maybe that is a stereotype. <laughs> 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 a lot of the dudes I've talked to said the white girls suck their dicks a lot more than the black girls did. I have heard that from multiple black men. Uh, do we have any? Uh, do y'all agree, regards? I never been with a white woman, so I couldn't tell. Okay. Okay. Well, we need your, we need your expertise on here. Well, I, I can't say that they is giving out more. You know, it's the kind of like what kind of guy do you present yourself as to receive it? You feel what I'm saying? That's number one. Uh, number two, that don't make no goddamn sense. It, it really that don't does. make no goddamn sense. Okay, so you trying to tell me that girls don't do um, girls don't do special things for special guys? Yes, but we talking about as a whole. Like, you right. don't got to do something. They saying white girls don't got to do, you don't got to do nothing special for it. I mean, I, I, I'm not a good person to ask because I told you about my demeaning factor. So I really don't ask. I just take initiative. You know what I'm saying? And I would never demean a, a, a black queen like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's for me, it's just like, shut up, Becky. You don't have a choice. If you want to be around me, then this is what you're going to do. Because... I don't have to be here. You don't have to be around me. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, around my black queens, I, I would never. You know, I, would, I, I, I don't have the audacity to do such a thing. You know what I'm saying? But so I'm not a good person to ask on that subject because I just I do what I want to. I think that's a, I, I, I won't say I think, it's a I, th I think I think women in general are more sexually open than we give credit to. And I think well, I think white people already are sexually open, more so than black people. So you know what's I, I you know the 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 S and M is so different on the other side of the, of the realm, though. You know, like on the white side, like they really get off on that S and M shit. You know, what I'm saying I'm not saying black women can't, but at, I'm just saying that it's the rate I think it's like a seven out of ten type of shit. And they, I mean, they really into some shit that make me be like damn i i don't even want to do that type of shit to a to a human being you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. to a human like dog, they, they be going hard and shit yo but uh, but but that was what we're saying like we had these stereotypes we had these things that we uh, these issues or things we, we laugh about with white people we say around our community that we feel white people do or that only is exclusive to them so I mean, is it wrong for them to have the same feelings about us? If, if it's not racial, if it's not, hey, blackface, or hey, y'all eat bananas or watermelons, dumb shit like that. So the, so the, so the, 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 
go to keep the keep the, the momentum going. The the whole Whoopi Goldberg getting suspended for two weeks over the Holocaust remarks. Are y'all jealous of the other Jewish people? If there's some type of jealousy, I I look back and say, damn, you can't say nothing about Jewish people. I'm a little I'm a little jealous. Don't you get away with nothing. <laughs> I mean, they at the top. They the ones signing the checks. Uh, so you saying Jewish people run television? Yes. <laughs> I think they run shit. You know that's like, funny. That's as far funny. as media, you know, you know, you know what's funny? That's been a, that's been going. That's been around since before they was here. That was like one of the main reasons why uh, Hitler wanted to get rid of him, wanted to get him out running Germany. Absolutely, you're right. But, but, but was, it, but was it true? But was it, it true? true but they had the banks. Mm. They didn't they have had the banks, and that's, that was a huge problem. They were getting yeah. too much power. Yeah, it really, like, I, I think... Um, I think it really bothers the other people because Jews are basically very sovereign people. You know what I'm saying? Like they live in their own communities, they family down to the fullest. Right. Like they they like they really live off the grid in a lot of different ways, other than making money. But their home life, them niggas be excluded on some other other shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like see. The, the because of what happened to us in our history, slavery and everything else, and be, be like being kings and then being slaves, the psychological impact it has on the black man and the black family as a period. Whereas though we do things because we want to act like our or be equal to our oppressors because that's what they see power as. You see what I'm saying? The subliminal undertone that that might fuck you up like some people say that's why they date outside their race you know what i'm saying because they want to they want they want to imitate the people like they so white people always want to entertain what our style we make the trends we set trends what do black people want to do we like to mess with their women because that makes us feel like we're, we're kings or whatever that's just some of the psychological issues so i think the jews get out of it because of the fact that they're secluded like they don't bring them into their homes and their communities like that so they just like it's like damn you can really operate without us and not give a fuck about us i think that scares them but in in a, if, if we got to think about race is race the social construct like i say i think Whoopi was was wrong factually but in a, in, in american standards Jewish people getting away with being white people all the time. Like it's not, it's not like we don't. There's no difference really until you get them outside of America. When I was looking for like the races in Germany, Jewish was not mentioned. This was Israel. What's that? It was mentioned in Israel. It wasn't mentioned in Germany. That's the only place that Jewish was mentioned. Like when I was looking up. Like, oh, what, what races dominate Germany? It wasn't that at all. It wasn't a dominant, um, it wasn't the dominant people. It said white. What, what you say? I'm sorry. You said it said white. It said the dominant race was white. The only thing, the only place that Jewish was mentioned as a race was Israel. Right. Right. Mm. I don't, I don't think they saw it like as racist we saw. I just think like it was a it was known that Germans didn't really 
he will Hitler ran on the fact that Germany didn't fuck with Jewish people. That's but I don't know if it's like race or how we can see race. Because here, Jewish people are white people. You really can't tell the difference because you know race is based that's, off that's of how, how you look. Being mad at her, it's saying, oh, because she said whites against whites. They're saying, oh, it is about race, but whites against whites is what she was saying. Yeah. Right. And she maybe she was right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's that is the <laughs> that is a significant difference between their community and our community because they will always unite under that front of being white. When they fight with themselves, it's like, yeah, I'm is I'm Jewish, you're Christian, whatever, whatever, whatever. But when they fight on the national front, they call we all white. Black people, no, we can't get on that all accord. I'm black and Native American. I'm black and Chinese. I'm not black at all. But black only really exists in America. It don't exist out there. They're Jap- that's they're- where we live at. And that's what their their Western influences is all over the world. You know what I'm saying? But no, not that, not that. Like I've met people when, in ODU, we had a lot of Africans coming over, and a lot of them said I didn't know I was black until I came to America. Yeah. yeah, black is American. I did, so they show black me I'm black. black. <laughs> so they pull me over. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Even then, <laughs> you know, they're able to, they have empathy. That's what the Moors be talking about. Only black Americans are getting, like, they can get pulled over, but it's like their embassies will come and fight for them. So they're not getting, like, the same. Wow, maybe Jamaica, because you know Jamaica quality so much. But no, they're not getting this, this straight raw deal to be born here. It comes with a lot of benefits, but it comes with a lot of negativity too. Whereas though, when they come over, they get they can they they're eligible for different grants and different monies and loan yep. programs that and business opportunities that we're not afforded being born Absolutely. here. Absolutely, in popular environments. You better preach. <laughs> You gonna lick my forehead again? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's a joke. Casey, it's a joke. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, he's absolutely right. And that's why Africans think black people, they'll tell you quick they're Africans. And they'll t- and they'll say black people are lazy. I mean, black people think black people are lazy. <laughs> but you know what's brand, funny? Bro. What's really funny is Africans are more lazier than, <laughs> than black folks because they don't gotta work that hard back home. Like I had like my, my brother from Ghana, Emmanuel, he used to he came over and he lived with us for a second, right? This grown-ass man used to cry. He'd be like, dog, I've never worked so hard in my life. He was like, in Africa, if I work hard for six months. I'm chilling for six months. He's like, I got a driver. I'm going to the beach every day. I'm fucking off money. You know what I'm saying? He was just like, America, that shit don't stop, bro. He's just like, and I was like, yeah, bro. More money, more problems. Like, like because in Africa, you can buy land one time and, and pay taxes one time and that's it. It's in your family. We got to keep a, paying that. It's Go a ahead. tier system. That's the problem. Like, even though, yeah, DJ, you're correct about Black people made things. Black people are lazy. But if they think about it, like Americans, we're in one of the top most overworked period with no kind of benefits. People are tired. You know, that's why we like when we, you know, I was just thinking about the Olympics and stuff. That's why they, 
we pretty much number one because we work the shit out of people. So I don't know. But what do you think, BJ? Like I said, I'm jealous of the Jewish people. Uh <laughs> I mean, like I, I'm looking at her getting two weeks. I'm like, yo, two weeks? Two weeks for that comment? I was like, all right, man, I feel y'all. And she apologized, and a sincere apology at that, too. I mean, and it was I Jewish mean, people coming I, out in her defense. Yes, it was just like, yo, that, that that's too much. But if she was white, they wouldn't have suspended her. That's that extra. Oh, you're yeah. a black person. Yeah, we're going to teach I mean, you yeah, niggas look, a lesson. Look, 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 and you know it's, it's funny because it came at the same time with Joe Rogan, who we talked about earlier, who ain't get suspended. Spotify's like, oh, we keeping the brand strong. I mean, they 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 deleted some of his um his podcast, but. They didn't suspend him for making. He's making a lot of money. I think from he's on. A, I think they're on the verge of it though, because he's on, a, on a verge. They didn't verge. Whoopi. They said, yeah, "No, you suspended." That shit. I mean, but that's me ABC off. versus Spotify. That shit pisses me off so much because if Caucasians as a whole right now are saying we don't want critical race theory, it makes our children feel bad and. We don't want this and we don't want that because it's black and you know and, and it makes us feel bad about what happened or what what somebody else did. But they don't give a shit about what makes the rest of us feel bad. So we should only learn things from one side from one perspective that's not Absolutely. even our own. We shouldn't learn anything about us. Yeah. But that's Absolutely. what happens when you stay in a land where you've been conquered. Right. And but but they can say nigger, 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 and, and it makes us feel bad, but that's just okay. We stand strong on business. Absolutely. <laughs> but the business with the books that are supplying the school, the, the knowledge, we that's a business to, too, right? We need to take, um, teach our kids our history. We need to get, we need to make that a habit. Exactly. Teaching our kids our history and, and not um, rely because they're not going to do it. I mean, like, they're not going to do it. Like, they, you can't even go to Florida. So you, don't even, you can't say nothing. <laughs> you can't talk about race. You can't talk about uh, sexuality. You just got to be happy-go-lucky, white, white on white. So if this stuff going to be passed down, this stuff will be learned, and stuff, and your kids going to have to know their their generational power and how, where the people they come from is going to have to come from us. So they won't yeah. be out in the world tripping, thinking that oh, I just did something that we never did before. Like no, we did in nineteen ten. My G, calm down. Right. <laughs> Expand I, I on. Think it. That's- we, and we touched about this on another podcast, but it's very important <laughs> because, like, look what the whole Black um, Panther movie in Wakanda came out. You see how proud the Africans were to wear their traditional dress and, like, like we show y'all niggas, like, we really come from some, some hot shit, some royalty shit, you know what I'm saying? And Black Americans, we just feel as if, or we're just taught, like, our history starts with slavery. You know what I'm saying? That's so our fault. It's not the it, oppressor's job to teach us our history. No, I, I understand that, but they did make sure that we couldn't read. You know what I'm saying? So it is blame. It's enough blame to go around. It's enough not blame anymore. to go around. They niggas is reading now. Prison industries. By the time, like, by the they know when you're if I'm the, okay. By the time you hit the fourth grade, they know how many prisons to build based on who's not reading and comprehending on certain levels. Who, because they that, know that without that information, you can only get so far through society. My mother taught me to read. 
I went into school with well above reading grade average because my mother already set that foundation. Okay, so what if your mom works from eight to nine o'clock at night, she and did. by the time she gets she home, did. my it's mom was at the bed. my mom did. My mom was a single mom as in the OSI. She did. What if she has you. what? What I mean, I'm just saying. Yes, it it just, started, eventually it we starts, gotta it take accountability. Starts, and yes, shit, eventually. It does. I do, I do agree with, with that accountability, but I also agree that, like what Kai said, we already coming from, we already starting off twenty places below. It's gonna be hard to expect that all single moms. You know, like I said, like my mom's the same way. It's like oh, if I did it, everybody do it. That's not true. Like we have a certain lot of people, a certain amount of people that that are are, are great people that can do it, and some people that can't. And and it, and it's be best to do it if, we, if all of us is educated, but all of us are not educated. So now we got to get those people who are not educated to a level of being educated to do it. So you know, some some people don't know. There's a lot of people, a lot of our 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 our, our parents and our grandparents don't know our history. It's 2022. You can Google anything at this point. At this point, if you don't know something. Every every single February, they put out the same little, oh, this person did this, this person. If at this point, you can still say you don't know. Because there yeah. are white people, white kids who can't read that are uneducated. Like, that's across, that's our public school system. But there are, I'm not saying there's all, everyone has access to the ways around it. But like, I was but put in a lot of special schools that, I was getting all all around. I went to international schools. I went to Nanny Helen Burroughs, all black Christian school. Like that's I mean, a great it, privilege. It comes, to a point. it comes at a point where it's like you gotta be able to, you got it got the buck gotta stop somewhere. Like, no, it's not our fault, but it is our problem. And they're not gonna come help, they're mm. not gonna come save us. Mm. I think it has to be the people who are in position to do it. To make sure our community's done it, to do it, it can't be a single. Oh, you need to do it because like, maybe she can't do it. it. Has to be a whole community as a whole coming together and be like, like you, you're lagging here. We're gonna help y'all here. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We we can't. It, I I understand what you're saying, but there's a lot of people who don't have the luxury to be like, oh, well, you know, there's people that's working two jobs to, just to maintain. You know what I'm saying? Like now it's like, all right, we get off at eight. Well, now I gotta get off at ten, and you know I'm tired. Um, I need food for my kids. My kid, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of people going through that. So yes. I think as a community, we need to come together and be like, all right, well, yes, we need to have some type of thing where it teaches our kids and it can't just be, you know, single mom's it, job. Or single right. Job. It, it, it is us as a community because, because as a community, we have to also understand the systems that are in place to make sure that we don't. Like your equivalent of other races that make 50K if you're making 50K. But guess what? They they can get all the things that you can't get to change their lifestyle from making 50K. They can get better loans, better interest rates. We know this. Better approval. So what exactly? So if you equate two single mothers, one black, one Caucasian, correct? And they're both making 50,000. The one that's Caucasian has the privilege. Like I said, so she'll have a, a better car, a better house, have to work less hours because she's not paying the same bills because she gets better interest rates and so on and so forth. Her her dollar can go longer. The other person, 
is living in impoverished community and, and not and cannot assess all of these other things. So where does her extra money go? Healthcare, after school curriculum activities. If she's, you know, to try to put her kid to take some shit because she got to pay bills. So a lot of times they get, she get caught up in paying the bills and say, look, I need you to be responsible as a child. I'm not going to be here to check your homework every night, but you still need to educate yourself. So like I said, as a community, we, we, we definitely have to do better. And I'm not saying that it's all on somebody else's fault. It's, it's a, we got to take personal responsibility, but I'm, 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 I got back and beat. We need to eradicate single mothers. We need to eradicate single black mothers. But remember the history, our history, that there was a time in order to get, um, welfare the man could not the father mm-hmm. could not be in the house mm-hmm. you know so that already like bj was saying that had started us at way behind the start line you know to even catch up to our counterparts so like have- everyone's right in their argument but like i think the main thing is the only thing that had worked is when we did have a sense of community like there was a video i was just watching where this guy went down like this neighborhood and he was saying that um, you notice anything? There was no grandmother sitting on their porch anymore because he was saying like, cause now, you know, what's been fed out there, like, you know, people killing each other or whatever, they, they used to be the watchdog of the community. And so when you lose that and then it falls solely on the parent, which the parent could or could not have time or whatever, it, 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 it makes it really difficult to really try to push your child ahead. That's and not always the excuse. Days. Yeah, it's, it's 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 totally on the parent. And back in our day, and even before our time, we had communities. We like I remember go stay with my aunt or my uncles or my uh, grandma. You know, like you know, like the child that I'm raising, she don't have no grandparents her grandparents are gone, you know, like all the knowledge that my partner's parents may have, you know, is gone, you know, and it's like, so it's, yeah, you have no choice but the Google stuff, but you still miss that human part of it, you know what I'm saying, so Mm -hmm. it is jacked up uh, in our community, I mean, and it needs to be recognized, and even just like looking at the numbers, it, it, it was, steps it was designed. Yeah, it was de- yeah, how do you catch up when the, the schools is the schools are trash? So how how can you catch up if you don't if you're not even given the same educational process as your counterpart? You feel me? With not to mention the teachers, the lackluster teachers that don't care and ain't really putting a lot of effort into your paper or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's almost it's almost impossible. They make this condition so fucked up that it's almost impossible. And that just gives strength to our people. But I don't, I don't want to, you know, overtalk everybody. But I want to like do it. something next year. Like my daughter go to high school, like put like action words and like have like some type of mentor study group, parent and mentor study group. I see a lot of people do it in other places where, they, you know, the parents come to the school and all stuff. Um, but just have some type of, you know, a community with parents of, of my daughter's school where, you know, we all got the kids back. We, we all look after each other and our kids and everybody knows. That's another thing that's diminishing our community is that we're so isolated from everybody now. We, you know, yeah. we, we, 
that's this had where nobody can say nothing to my kid, blah, 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 blah. And it's just all about our kid. And it should be about us as a community's kid. So maybe I can like have some type of program where get have my her my kids' friends get together and I meet the parents and we all have, you know, have a social network so we can all look at our kids and make sure our kids on up and up. Because I mean we need I think that's needed more than more now than any time and all. And that's always my patent is saying. I say any successful black man or black woman on any level that you view success on is your obligation and your duty to give back to the community by doing some type of things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some type of community service of mentorship or something. You got to give back because we, like I said, we need it. We just need it as a whole. I could just think about like the influence of my next door neighbor had on me that was a new, you know what I'm saying? And just how cool I thought he was. And he was just like, bro, you got to go to college. Like, it ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, this is where it's at. And these, this is opportunities. And this is what we're going to do. Like, he, he talked to me more about the educational process than the fraternity at all. He barely mentioned the fraternity. He was talking about the straight, like, you need to be a, 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 a Black businessman and make some leeway in your community. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how to tie a tie type shit. And I'm like, yeah, nigga, my mom showed me how to tie a tie. Like, well, you already ahead of the game. You feel me? So it's just like, we, we do, we just crazy. We those people. Exactly. That exactly. is crazy because yeah, I've met no. a lot of men who don't know how to do not that. Tie tie. They yeah. don't have no fathers around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or if they do, they fathers not on that level. Well, well you, you know what? You, you're right. It's not, it's not that they have no fathers around, but my dad never wore a tie. Like I didn't learn a tie tie from my dad because he never needed to wear a tie. He worked with his hand. He worked, you know, post office. So it's not. Maybe it's just not never needed. Never wore church. He not, that dad ain't go to church when I was no. growing up. Yeah, I learned how to tie a tie. Yeah, I learned yeah. too. How you learn, uh, Casey? Your mom taught you? No, I had a piano teacher that taught me. Okay. We had to. I'm we did like, I'm about to be like your mom knows it. Every I can't wait to meet this Gemini. And those are some of the things that we're missing. Like, I don't That's really like the the debutante situation because it, you know, I don't like the hoity-toyiness behind it, but I love the etiquette that it taught you. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to know, know how to mix and mingle with the money. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It kind of teaches you to be white, but I feel what you're saying partially, but that's <laughs> not our shit. Like, but they, they run the money. The two percent. They got the money. It don't so have we, to be that way. What I'm saying to you is this: so it was the opportunity. Like they often they opened up a golf program in my um in my university. So my um mentor, you know what I'm saying, chairperson. He was just like, "Yo," he sat me down. He was like, "Bro, you need to learn this this other etiquette because this is where the behind the scenes deals is done. This is where real business gets done." Just like he told me, you should never go to an interview without a sports jacket or a blazer. That's just not real business. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. That's the business language, a universal business language. And they're not going to take you serious, no matter how you present yourself or how you talk, if you don't understand the, the etiquette behind it. And I just took it and, and ran with it. You know what I'm saying? But see, that's how they keep the gatekeepers. That's how they keeping niggas out is because they making that a requirement when it got nothing to do with business savvy. That's why this. How would your version of a debutante look? Because that's, I mean, I, I, I agree with what Kai said. But for black for black people, what would you think would be necessary um, etiquette? For they black have 
they have dip or what you mean like if they weren't copying right like, people ones right, right i mean probably like looking like the rites of passage like from tribal like i think that has a lot to do with it but mm-hmm. i'm not really for i don't feel like i need to be presented to society like who the fuck is society like i feel society like society was your community but that's what i'm saying i've been presented i've been in this society since i was a child <laughs> i know but it's it's supposed to be now the society recognizes you as a an adult now and you get the respect well, that comes along funny. with it i was watching a lecture and it was talking about that and it was like a lot of um like white men have lost their they don't get their rites of passage into adulthood because of course women we get it when we start our period like that's our oh you're a woman now men a lot of black men get it from being in the streets like hardness and they grow up early like that like she was saying how a lot of these men who don't have that right of passage into adulthood they never transition they just grow up to be bigger children yes mm-hmm. let me see it's so prevalent mm-hmm. right you see and that a lot. BJ, maybe that's what we need to do. We need, because like I told you, I had the privilege of, and my sister had the privilege of going through a rites of passage type of program, mentorship, you know what I'm saying? And they that shit was a defining part of my life at a defining moment. You know, I think I was 16 when I went through that program. And I was thinking I was thinking I was a man, but I didn't even understand the characteristics of what it took to be a man and why, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's 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 something to um to go back on. That's something to expand on. Cause that is that is a good question. Like, what is what are what are we? How are we preparing our kids? To know when the switch is, when that yeah. transition is. Like, cause she said, like, once you go through it, you're like, okay. Even when you want to do childish things, you remember, oh, I'm a man now. I can't. Exactly. And it's like, there is no. What did you say? This in mark of embarkation. What was your word, BJ? Demarcation line. Yes, there is no <laughs> an demarcation line for <laughs> like, okay, now I'm a man, you know, and they think that it's fucking bitches. And then they realize like a lot of these niggas out here, 50 still fucking bitches don't know how to be a husband. Like they can be great fathers, some of them, because they're like, oh, I'm not going to be what my father was, or they did have a good father or a role model, but they don't know how to be a good lover. And that's important for how the daughter chooses a lover. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, we're seeing mm. a lot of that now. And like Chris was saying, a lot of the grandparents aren't on the porches no more, but see, we're now getting the effects of those crack babies getting older. You know what I'm saying? Like a, that time in the history where the drugs was introduced, we're now seeing those that trickle down effect. So it's like, there are some grandparents on the porch, but they strung out. Like, and it's, it does something to the youth when you got, you selling the grand, the elders crack, you know what I'm saying? It takes away that respect because of age. Like I've had some people be nasty as hell to me and be old, you know? And I'm just like, okay, I have a great grandma. I had all my grandparents. I experienced my grandparents and great grandparents. So I was lucky in that. Wow. I was also... I'm an 80s baby, you know, like I feel like the transition happened around that time. So it's different now. A lot of grandparents, my homegirl, she's a grandma. She like 45. Mm. Is she a grandma? I don't know. I'm pretty sure my grandma was 45 at some time in her life. I can't prove it. But she was always my old lady. 
So I mean, it's yeah. just different. And it may not be bad. We're going into a different era. It's a yeah. new thing, you know? And it's like, we are so resistant to change that we fight it, but who knows? Like this might be the thing that saved our lives. Cause look at COVID. COVID attacked our need to be close to each other. Those people mm. who were isolated, they was fine. Like maybe it's time to retreat, go inside, do your own introspection as a culture and fix ourselves because this, you, it's hard to fix something with a million people involved, but you can fix your family. You know what I'm mm. saying? So maybe it's yeah. time for that. Come that, on, Casey. I'm going to Are you pre- Don't lick my so, forehead now. You yeah, got lick, a little lick that forehead. Lick that forehead. No, I don't do foreheads. <laughs> That's you can crazy. maybe lick my neck or my ear, but that might cross a line between yeah, friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, it's been a while, y'all. I I'm wish sorry. I could have recorded what you just said. Man, that was really ah, that was very yeah. profound. Yeah. I, I remember um, my my um, like philosophy um, and social studies professor talking about this growing up in the eighties and late nineties. How he was saying that we're getting ready to enter enter era of maximization of pleasure and what he meant by that it was just an individuality because when we were growing up it was like you might have two tvs in the house one in your parents room and one downstairs for a family so it taught us different values like sharing we had to share with your siblings you know what i'm saying and you couldn't watch tv all the time because a lot and right. then also it was that. a family event family remember cosby show a different world everybody came together as a family now yeah. what happened? They started making the, the Walkman was the first shit. Individual music. You don't got to listen to your parents' shit no more. You can listen to what you want to listen to. Then it was the VCR. And then it was more TVs. And then we started getting that shit in our room. And he's like, this is, it's, it's, like I said, this is how they're going to individualize society. Mm. But I mean, it yeah. might be a good thing. That might just be, wow. just be going eras, you know? Like we go- It's, like it's a good thing, age, it's a bad thing because age. it breaks down the family. But it doesn't have to break down the family because think of how many people, me, myself, I love my mother. I have one of the best mothers I know in my circle, but I did not come into myself until I stepped out and I listened to only myself because the things that worked for my mother and she taught me, may not always be the things that need that works best for me and we are learning that together now so it's like now she respects and she admires who i am and it's completely different from who she was and yeah, that's i'm not, not what saying, i meant though but let me finish so i'm not saying that it was like us being to because my family is a good example my mother was in the military so why I, while i have a very close nuclear family i grew up apart from my family so it's like, I'm able to have, I'm good with certain boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Like you can be a cohesive unit without you always got to be up in my face all the time. Like yes. individuality in- is important. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But what I mean by it changed the, the family structure, whereas though, even if we're watching a family movie, these crazy millennials will be on their phone with their earphones in. You're millennial. You know you're a millennial. So they're even though they're sitting there, (laughs) it wasn't. It wasn't that though. It was like you said, systematic uh, racism. This is the adaptation of adapting to what happened to us. The point that I'm making. So we're sitting there watching a Black History movement trying to educate our kids, and what are they doing? Opting out due to individuality, because they're on their phone. Even though they're sitting amongst us, they're tuned out. 
they're not there mentally. They're only there physically. They're tuned out in another world. That's that's if you decide, oh, let me decide to implement this now that they're 14. Like if this is something that you, of course it's not, you can't turn a wheel that's been turning for 15 years immediately. Like it is train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart. Like you got to instill those values in them and just trust that that flower will bloom from the seed. Like teenagers are dumb. They have no frontal lobe cortex. Their brains are not done. They literally operate as if they're on drugs. Like you can't, you can, they can be sitting there like they're completely tuned out, but they hear everything you say. And when you don't see that manifestation until it hits 23, 24, until they have right. children. Which well, I would agree, which was most most of the, how we were raised. But the difference is we didn't have, we couldn't, we didn't have Walkmans and, and cell phones that give you the universe through, via internet to put on and really tune ourselves out. We could, we could just sit there and I act like we were I tuned myself out with my walk. I had a Walkman and I would tune myself out with that. I would call my friend and talk on the phone for hours with her on the landline and still tune my mom out. You just got to take the Walkman and phone. Like I, I got a teenage and, you know, like like you say, kids don't know nothing. They you don't know. know. They, they, they're just doing what they, they think is right. So sometimes you know, being that, being that, that, that parent figure in their life, you gotta just take the phone from like y'all. You gotta, you gotta get this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just know that, like you said, eventually it's gonna hit. Like, bam! All right, twenty-three. Oh, that's the shit my dad was trying to say. Like, I had a discussion with my daughter yeah. about money, and she was like, "Why? I, I got an investment account for it. Like, why I gotta invest? I was like, "Cause you know, all money ain't supposed to be spent. You need money for you to do shit in the future. You gotta think long term." And she just was going back and forth, back and forth. And this has been a conversation that I have her like for over a year. She ain't getting it right now. But if I was to, to come be like, all right, well, to take your money. No, I got to keep forcing that. Yo, you're going to do this shit. It's important that you do it. You're going to eventually get it. And when you do get it, you're going to be thanking me. Oh, I'm glad he did this. But right yeah. now, kids are just going to, you know, and I understand that the phones, the devices, all that shit. I, all my kids got all that shit. But when it's time for us to come and watch something together or be at the, the, the dinner table, ain't no device at the dinner table. Mm. Ain't no, we, y'all going to put y'all devices away because we're going to yeah. come together. And that's, I mean, that's, I mean, I, I do believe that that's, that's hindering pen a little bit, but I think that, you know, with time comes different challenges, different obstacles that we got to evolve with. Like if it, was, if it wasn't a Walkman back then, it was um, people outside, you know, my friends outside, can I go outside? You know, now kids don't go outside, they got their device. So it's just as a, as a, as adults, we got to evolve with what's going on. We can't look back like, oh. You know, we it wasn't like that back in our day. We just wanted to just, all right, this was how it's going right now. And this is what I want to teach right now. So get rid of the phones. Mm-hmm. And it's going, to, it's, going to, it's going to continue to evolve. If it's not phones mm-hmm. and, and tablets now, 10 years from now, it's going to be driving cars or, you know, some other shit that we got to adapt to. Yeah, I think Bill Cosby killed that shit the best way with Theo. Remember when he gave him the Monopoly money? And, it, yeah. and Theo thought it was grown. I, that was the best example ever. You know, I'm gonna do that. I, I try to do that with my kids. Like I gotta get 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 on my shit because I have like things like all right, y'all got these. Y'all gotta. I had the chore set up and like y'all gotta. You know, I'm not gonna just give y'all a chore. Y'all gonna have to choose what y'all want is for a price. And the harder the chore, the more the price. And you know, some of them get lazy and like oh, I just want to do my room. All right, great, do your room. And then we go out. Like all right, well we're going out. I'm gonna get some ice cream. They be like oh, I want some ice cream. Well, how much money you got? Well, I only got three dollars. Like, well, you only get three dollars of ice cream. And then the $20, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get this six dollar shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, shit, I gotta get you know my game. Like, yeah, but yeah, it, 
you gonna have to challenge our kids is gonna be difficult. It ain't difficult, but it's gonna have to be an ongoing process, and yeah. it's always gonna be obstacles in place. Yeah, and, and so we gotta evolve, keep evolving with it. They want your children. They want your children, and you gotta protect them, and that's what it is. Like they want your children's mind, they want your children's money, energy, all of that. They constantly vying for like every commercial is geared so they can get that addiction in childhood age so that once you can spend your money, you'll spend it with me. Mm. Yeah. I learned that working at this credit union because they like, oh, we need to figure out because they call them legacy accounts and how many parents give their children accounts. And I was like, damn, y'all already banking on these kids? Like they're not even making money. That's still mama's money. But that's exactly, that's how, that's how it works. Longevity. Um, did y'all read the Tisha Campbell story about she uh, saying she was almost abducted by some men? And um, I saw gonna... the clickbait, but I didn't get the details or the backlash she was. Getting. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, she uh, she she um put a post out on her um, I guess Instagram or Twitter, or whatever, saying that uh, let me read this. Let me get accurate. Um, she mentioned that she was um in a location and this guy. She was traumatized. This guy tried to attach or try to snatch her. And it was in Texas. Why would, um, you, why would you get a celebrity unless he just didn't recognize her? I mean, it's teacher camp. We probably didn't recognize her. It's delicious. Um, delicious. Ouch. Ouch. You're right, though. But ouch. You're right, though. <laughs> you're right, though. You can, all you got to do is never watch a black show. And you right. Right, right. <laughs> born in, in 2000. You, you know, it's really just three four shows that you cannot watch. <laughs> Dang, that's a, that I love it. So, uh, so the police, though, so it was, so she said the story was in, she said she was in Brownsville, Texas, right? That's where the location was at. So the police of Brownsville, Texas, did an investigation and they said they couldn't find any evidence that support her. So everybody came on social media. You know how everybody doing social media. They called her Tisha Smollett, but I thought was hilarious. No, <laughs> that was that's what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> also, like you said, so like sex traffickers. Well, it was what she said she was about to get. She thought she was about to get adopted. Somebody tried to snatch her, grab her, right? So, but it turns out that it could she could be right because the location that she was at was not in the Brownsville, Texas. It was in an outside location where she was staying in her hotel. So all the backlash that she's getting, you know, shouldn't is shouldn't be justified. Isn't justified. I don't know. You said so why is it why is it be, you said because she it could be true because she wasn't in Brownsville? Right. The the police in Brownsville, where they said that the incident happened, said they did an investigation and they couldn't find no evidence supporting Tisha Campbell's uh, allegations. But Tisha Campbell wasn't in Brownsville. Her hotel was uh, in a town outside of Brownsville. So oh, that like they police didn't look at any cameras or stuff out there. Right. Okay. And that police department is has no comment. They're saying it. We know when they had no comment. They're doing an investigation. So you think the blacks coming down hard too hard on Tisha Campbell with this? I think they trying to, like you said, they got Smollett PTSD and it is a strange, I mean, I ain't going to lie. It is a strange story. Like a lot of the people getting snatched, either you getting snatched for ransom because they do know who you are or you are, they want to sex traffic you. And that age range is usually a bit lower. <laughs> but they could have been trying to ransom her. There's a market for the, for the 53 year old uh, light skins out here. So don't get mm. it twisted. 
<laughs> she's still a dancer. She's still a, she's still a, uh she's a still an attractive 53. You know how black black people she yeah. she looks like she's 45, 40. She don't look 53. The real question is uh, the pink or brown. Okay, so um <laughs> so, <laughs> so she she went on to give detail of what happened about the Uber driver or taxi driver or whatever, told her to get in the car. She's like, no, I'm not getting the car, blah, 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 blah. Um, um, so. I've heard shit like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it should be, should, I mean, like, okay, so we, so a lot of y'all fell for Jesse Smol- Smollett. No, I story. didn't fall. I knew that shit was a lie because I know Chicago. <laughs> That's why I knew yeah. that shit was a lie. It didn't make I no was sense. Like, two o'clock in the morning, go on the subway. I've never known the subway. And before. won't it, like, two when did it happen? Did, didn't it happen, like, in the winter? In the winter, yeah, dead of winter. Yeah, that's why I was like that. I, that's how I knew it was a lie. I was like, no, because they not out here roaming, looking around. In Chicago, it's Chirac, but it's and I'm sure there's racism there, but it ain't those racists. It's like the billion dollar you can't get a job here racist, unless they was just on their little tour. But I knew that shit was it. My little spidey senses was like lies. That's why I was quiet. I was like, I don't say shit. I want the blacks to let off Teacher Campbell. Let Teacher Campbell get her story off. And let's get this investigation popping. So these people, these criminals, won't take our beloved queen, queen. Yeah, Campbell. don't do Gina like that. Give, I want. I, I can't wait till they put out that it did happen. I really, I'm, I want that to happen. I'm sure it will happen because the light skins is losing right now. They can't have two with the lies because the third one's not going to be protected. I I, I, we don't, those light skins don't claim Justice Moulet. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's not. Wait a minute, what did y'all, what did y'all give him up? We, I don't think we ever had him. We had a sister yeah, though. His yeah. sister is a part of our light skin delegation. We we claim her, but yeah, you know, she's a little baddie too. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so well, I'm not part of the delegation. I can't speak on that. Okay, I'm sure you are. Um, let's let's jump. Let's dive in. <laughs> you, are. <laughs> you are. Let's, let's <laughs> dive in to the story of <sighs> the new year. <sighs> Kanye was. Yes, come on, I'm ready. Oh, let me get my neck ready. I'm so disappointed. I did not want, I don't, I hate seeing this side of people who's, but I ain't going to say, because I'm not going to say I don't respect Kanye's mind. Like it doesn't, I don't, I I do respect his creativity. I just don't like seeing, I don't like seeing this of anybody. Like this is a private matter. Like I don't like people putting their relationship shit on social media even the lowlies like i don't i don't like it i don't like it keep this because you're i don't like it it's getting messy so mm-hmm. uh, the, the 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 first question that our love producer is, is uh driven up for us is kim kardashian and kanye west argue over north having a tiktok account should children have social media accounts that's the first question. The second question is going to be straight foolishness. But let's get to the first question first. What's that girl's name? Lil Lele or that new girl? She's hilarious, by the way. That's Did what I'm think- saying. Look at that. Look at a whole legacy has been created because of her social media. Are we, as Black people, as parents, like, I have a daughter who's nine, who I, and I push back with her TikTok account because, you know, they are predators. But she has a certain brand to her that I can see her creating her own brand, right? You just got to be vigilant because it, be does, vigilant. it opens doors. It does it open does. doors. It does. it does. And there are dark, the internet is a dark place. And that's the thing. Like it does, like there is, 
nothing is free. Every everything is an energy exchange. And if you want, if that is a, a pathway for your child to go to like fame and stuff like that, there's a lot of fortifying that has to be done because that should be tearing these kids up. Orlando Brown, he was a child actor, you know, mm. like child actors. It's kind of getting 50 50. It's doing better. Like, because I Macaulay think Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. But I mean, then again, Zendaya, she was a child actor. Uh, what's the <laughs> Ariana Grande child? Like, it's getting better. The Disney kids aren't getting as trash as they used to, but you just got it does open you up because Ariana Grande or maybe the other one they had like stalkers and so it's Kanye, right? Do you think do you all agree with Kanye that his daughter he doesn't want his daughter to have a, a social media account? I mean, like his mom is social media queen, but also she can't like I see what he's saying, like I get it because. It's hard because I mean, yeah, his mom got a so sex tape out. Mm-hmm. That her mom used social, well, maybe not social media. Was it? It wasn't social media back then, was there? MySpace. Yeah. Social media. Yeah, was social it? Media. I'm bad yeah. with timelines. Black Black Planet, uh, Yahoo. You know, yeah. And does Black Planet my? Does that count as social media? It does. That's true. Absolutely. That's true. But I'm just saying, like, because you know, back then they didn't. That's that I do. I'm not hating, but I'm saying, like, back when MySpace was out, people weren't saying social media. Right. Like, they I didn't mean, say social media until the term. They didn't, they didn't know the term. They didn't have a term, term at that time because yeah, it was only so many platforms. It now it's, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because at that time, you were in, usually in a certain age group. Like, because even Facebook at that time, you had to have a college account. Mm hmm. Yeah, you know so yeah, now once they opened it up to everybody, yeah, that that coin term has been, you know, like the term. Yeah, but, yeah. She used to be sniping them on that black planet, left and right, boy. But uh, do you have a problem with Kanye West saying he don't want his daughter on social media, putting that message out through social media? That's like him going to a strip club, hollering out, "I don't want my daughter in here." That's the only thing that's hypocrisy. No, I have mean, a kid. how old is North? She eight nine. That's like you can't eight nine year olds can't drink. Cause they do say like they said they said once social media was introduced, suicide ages got younger and younger. So it's like I he knows a whole different level of social media than we know. So yeah. it's like I'm not mad at it. Like I get it, and it's something that's probably inevitable. But I ain't mad at it. I get it. He ain't gonna be able to stop it. He can't. Exactly. I do think it's inevitable. Because look at her mother. Like, they build their lives off of their lives being public. And he brought them into that. I mean... The reason I would say... The reason I would say it's hypocritical because as a parent, how are you... If you don't want your child on social media, parent your child to be on social media. But he now... But see, he trying to use it... He trying to say, Kim, keeping him out now. Uh, so let's, 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 let's get to the shits then. Let's get to the shits. I, I don't, yeah. <laughs> that whole party shit, the... he blew that, he, no shade to Chris and my mom, but y'all are women, he Gemini'd that shit. Like, he blew that shit out of complete proportion, <laughs> I think. Like, he wanted to get, he wants everyone, he needs that, he feeds off of that validation. And I think that we've been looking at Kanye as a god, but he's really a human. And when he feels wrong, he goes to people who are going to say, yeah, you're right. So he's going to spin a story in a way, look at her trying to keep me from my kids. 
Oh, like you got baby. First of all, problems. first of all, let me let me. I gotta go on my rant about Kanye West. Because when when everything was all great, then fucking he wanted to put down black people. But then when shit's going wrong, he calls on black people to come save him and try to, you know, play that uh that card. Oh, I'm a black My baby father. mama type of yeah, but it's like yeah. no, 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 no. Like yeah. you no, no, no. He's crying wolf. He's upset. He even said it in his song that this was going to happen. And now you got a problem. You knew who you were getting in bed with. It's like it's like if I get in the bed with the devil, but I'm expecting the devil to do me right. I don't know. He's going to fuck you right, though. Mm. No, I don't have no. And you know what? And I don't have respect for him anyway. This is why I don't because, give my family the podcast. I'm sorry. Because he, he goes up on Instagram and wherever, whatever social media, and he's talking reckless about his children's mom. Like, I don't I don't agree with parents time. doing that shit. I don't care if you're the mother or the I father. Agree. You should not be talking reckless about your child's uh, father or mother, period. Because guess what? That's another thing he's going to be nervous about when his daughter come across what he'd be saying about his mom. That's mm. probably another reason why he don't because he he wants to have that. I mean, he wants she that don't come across it from everybody, honestly. Like, yeah, and that's and and granted, and guess what? She, that's why she. I, I I hope she don't turn out to. I hope she's smarter than you know both of them. But like, it this is going to be a tricky situation for her, you know, because she's the oldest, so she's going to go through all of this with her parents being kid. immature. Practice kid, ain't. <sighs> I mean, I knew what, and I, okay, I understand I can be quite conservative of how I view certain, like, sexuality publicly. When he first got with her and they was on that motorcycle and she was topless, I was like, you really want your wife out here still portraying this, like, sex, sex, sex? And I knew from then that it's only so many directions this can go. Mm. Right, you you fell in love with the very thing you hate. And when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. I think he's a bully. I think he's Kim acting Kardashian? real bully right now. Um, Kim Kardashian's a bully. No, no, he's no, no, oh. no. Kanye West is a bully. Oh, he's, he's acting bully. real bullyish right now. And yeah. I'm getting sick and tired of every time I see an interview when he got ten billion, got eleven billion. I'm one of the richest black man in the country. They get a fucking lawyer. And do like every other person do when they go through their kids. Get a lawyer, get a goddamn custody agreement out, and call it a day. I don't want to hear about you can't, you don't know the dress of your kid. You shouldn't know the dress. Your ass crazy. I want to get you a dress. Mean, but it was the part, like, that was the thing. Like, he was going to pick the kids up for the party later. Like, no, fuck no. I don't believe nothing he says. That's, that's just one. So, surprise the room. Kim said. There was going to be, be two parties, right? There's going to be two different parties. So, his he ass coming stuck. Exactly. Yes. That's what he was I, I can't. I can't sit here and feel. I don't feel sorry for men with money who talk about some. She won't let me see my kid. When all you got to do is go out and get a lawyer and make that shit happen. Anybody who had to go fight for their kids is me. Not your ass who bought the house across the street. <laughs> Take that four point two million dollars. Give it to a goddamn attorney. Say, hey, I want to see my kid. I, I, I set up an agreement. His ass. I, 
And black people, I, I, I look at the social media accounts and, and look at Twitter and all the black people. She's trying, and black, that's the whole thing. He all he wants, like Chris said, he wanted is to just weaponize simple. his followers. His exactly. Followers. But his ass got every he got you can't sit here and say you got 10 billion dollars, but no lawyers. Mm. So some mm. you want something somebody the truth is not being presented in front of me. Either you don't got the money or your ass got lawyers. Either way, <laughs> you look at foolish right now. And I don't I don't fuck with I him. And I said that got, prior I, to said that I, prior to I didn't fuck with him. And, Everybody, oh, no, I don't fuck with that dude because he got he's the, he's the real problem for us to sit here and, and cry wolf. Like Chris said, you was up here talking about all oh, slavery was a choice and all this other dumb shit. And now you want to say they're trying to do this, they're trying to repurpose. Um, I can't I fuck my word. I'm mad I fuck my words. They're trying to like she's trying to hold a black man seeing his kids. No, god damn it. You gotta act sane if you want a mother to release her kids so you don't give a fuck who you are. And if you up here wilding out. Doing all this stuff. Every pitch I seen with this, he was this white girl taking pictures and shit, buying Birkin bag. Get a lawyer. He looks stupid. He, he, th- looks, he, he looks so stupid. He's throwing a temper. I think that's what happened. I think Kim placed the boundary and she was like, We'll do ours and you can do yours. And he was and he threw a temper tantrum. And I think all of this is a temper tantrum. She starts dating Pete Davidson. He just all of a sudden get some young chick. Like, this is all. And by the way, Drake looks even better. Cause the girl used to fuck with Drake back in the day, so Drake is like winning on top of it. <laughs> Drake wakes up winning, like I can't keep, can't keep winning. I mean, I don't know. He feel a real loss right now. He ain't win. He not feel. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Nobody expected Rihanna to fuck with ASAP Rocky, but you know Drake messed that up. You know when you don't use condoms, aka aka Nick Cannon, shit like this happens. He's at Drake <laughs> wasn't ready. He Jake just was, was not, not ready. flat out ready. He's still he's salty that won his baby. You know you'd be salty when... Yeah, but he has no one to blame but himself. He had a lot of women that's who what she are said. up there. Oh, fuck him. He, fuck he, him, he, too. He, fuck he his feelings. Die. Get over it. But one thing no. I, give, I, give, I give respect to Drake, though. Drake ain't out on social media letting everybody know other than... No, Drake put it in his fucking album. That's yeah, what Drake didn't make his money. So that I'm album excited. would be fire. I'm that's excited gonna be the album. to hear that yeah, album. Yeah, I'm gonna listen. I like Drake. You're going to the Donda too, produced by Future. That shit gonna be. That's the most. See that? I, it made me. It made me sick seeing it. I haven't oh, 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 oh. seen the first Donda. The first Donda was tight. He got a Donda two coming out, and it's produced by Future. You know that shit's gonna be toxic as hell. I was like, that's yeah. toxic energy. That's a Joe Biden that you got. Your mother, you symbolizes me and your mom. Why would you call that toxic shit Donda 2? Like, oh. what is. <laughs> I can't fuck with him. I'm sorry. I mean, I can't. I, mean, I, 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 I love his music. I love his music. I'm probably going to watch the oh. Netflix documentary on him. But as oh. a person, I can't fuck with him at all. Yeah. At I don't all. really like self proclaimed geniuses. Oh. Mm. Musically, he's a genius. He is, but it's like you gotta say he say it all the time. It's like things like powerful don't have to say they powerful. Like, but that's again, that's also my preference. I like a very slow, subtle power. So it's like that's the type of shit. I, I'm not big on like the flashy and the. I get mad. I record a video. I, I actually now like I think about it, the majority of niggas I fuck with don't even be having social medias. But I like older dudes, so that's also why. But mm, I don't like all that extra shit. It's probably. What phone? <laughs> I can get it on my phone. <laughs> uh, oh. I'm gonna wait. 
So I think that's I think that's the I kind of I got that's Kanye beef off my chest. He's a bully. <laughs> he's a bully. He should have lawyers. I don't understand how he got all this money with no lawyers. Because uh, he's not interested. What do you want to do? Do you remember what was that show with Ashton Kutcher and he would play pranks on the celebrities? Um punks. Yeah. Punks. yeah. And he did it and they were like, they took his film saying, Oh, you don't have the licenses. And he waited till everyone was chilling. He ran up and snatched the shit and dipped. Like this is Kanye. Yeah. He do what he want. Like he he prop he may be a narcissist. Like, he is a narcissist. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm softening it because it's I don't have a license. But it's just that, I mean, he, just going off is his, his behavior. He's definitely showing narcissist behavior. So like, yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's probably what made him as successful as he is. Absolutely. And definitely feel Because that, people but... like look at him and be like, how the nerve of you to just come in here and say, uh, scratch that, listen to my stuff. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick you know what? Down. I'm starting to think, I'm starting to think, I've always been a person about money, but I'm starting to think that that level of success it's unwarranted. You know what I'm saying? If he is worth 10 billion, which I, I, I'm throwing a red flag on, if he is worth 10 billion, maybe that's, may, I, this is the first time I'm saying this, maybe that's too much. Cause there's a lot, he says something about um, Just Blaze in his Drink Champs interview, where he could say, Just Blaze a copy me, look who's more successful. And and not a fan of Just Blaze, because I'm like, of what if Just Blaze don't want to be your success? Like what if Just Blaze is comfortable with being what he is? Or he and, turned something down, and that's what like exactly. there were things that he morally was like, no, I'm not gonna do. That's exactly. So I'm starting to think that, and you know, a lot of people's been reading about stuff about billionaires. To be a billionaire, you have to. It's like Chris said, capitalism. You have to be mean. I've been reading on that stuff. You have I've to be. It's, there's no nice hands. billionaires, right? Yeah, blood on your hands. I don't like that dude. I, just, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> I, I don't like him. I don't. And I'm, that's coming from somebody who used to adore him as I a know, producer. I know. I remember this. I like, like you, what, a month ago? Yeah. Like, what happened? While we was on the podcast, yeah. dude, I used to, ri- used to ride for him. I, I do used to not. be the only one that been calling him a coon and shit. Oop, she said the C word. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you call him a that I know, we know, we know, but so you were like a white person and nigga. <laughs> he begins. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even about that. It's just about he's a real life mean person. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. he can point the mean people, but he's a real life mean. He went on that dream championship and shit on all these people, and I said, "That's just wrong." And, uh, it's not justifiable. You don't do people like that. You don't do people that you made money off of like that. You know what I'm saying? Like he made money off Big Sean. Big Sean, like yo, you made thirty two million dollars off me. He said that you was his biggest thing, regret. The worst regret, do, me. You made and I wrote lyrics for you. You don't do people like that, and you do. Yeah. You do it so effortlessly on camera, like it's nothing. Then want to sit here and call you later and apologize. Let's have a discussion. No, fuck you and your discussion for real. Bro. <laughs> see, he be going through. He be going through. He be going through his manic phases, and maybe and not to. Not to justify it, I know, because someone made a good point. They was like, yeah, people can have these issues, but it's your responsibility to get that in check so you're not out here hurting people. So mm-hmm. I used to say he don't have manic issues. So I'm going to take him at his word. I'm going to just say he's an asshole. He says he don't have it. It's pro- if he don't, okay, if he don't have manic issues, then he is a great <laughs> asshole and dick. <laughs> mm. 
he be like that whole I almost aborted my baby during that campaign. Like that was that hey, scene like I, I can't I can't rock with him. And I it hurts my heart. I I listen to I listen to um twisted my twisted dark fantasy, beautiful fantasy, like monthly. And it's I that's as a, I don't know how people can stand him for real. I don't know how people can actually tolerate the shit he be talking about. Eek. Like you mean just like in day to day, like his immediate people. And yeah, I don't see I don't see why people white people him. love him. I don't see how black I don't see I don't I don't I don't see how Dave Chappelle can go out and say, no, I don't fuck all that. Y'all need to hold his ass accountable. You need to calm the fuck down, Kanye. Real talk. Mm. Y'all up here hope is this, this but what if what if what if they are and it and they're, that's the whole point, you know, them being friends, you know, he's trying to get to him. It's just no one can get to him. He's just so far gone, like, no one's close I mean, to him at all. I, when I see them talk about Kanye, when I, like, when maybe he's going through this whole thing with Trump shit, and everybody's like, we can't lose Kanye. Yeah, the fuck we can. What the fuck is Kanye bringing to our table other than great music? I'm not going to sit here unless somebody just play, put us through all these traumas just because he write a fire song, it's it's we got fire songs coming out all the time. I was gonna say that's what they did R. Kelly. It took a while, but exactly, they exactly. Okay. You, know how, right. you know how many fucking lies he done wrong because we like his songs. Like, come on, you know I'm not I'm not doing that shit no more. Dang, that should be hard too because there's certain people that I'd be like, damn, but that giant fire. But I can't really think of anyone right now. So maybe <laughs> I don't have to think of it. Oh, but I will say, and I'm embarrassed to say it, but I've probably said before, like, chapter in the closet. 